0: Welcome to episode 53 of The Local Meta, my name is Fletcher.
1: And I'm John.
0: John, how are you doing?
1: You ever have those days where you kind of feel like you're actually, you would be better off if you were a drain on humanity because you would be giving someone else a reason for existing because you've done literally nothing all day? (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Like I was just thinking about this earlier, that like I've done absolutely nothing with my day like at all, and I just feel like I've wasted it as a result. So where I was literally thinking, like the only time I left the house today was to go to subway to get food, and I was actually thinking, like, you know, if I was an actual drain on humanity, I would be more useful than I have been today, because then at least someone else would be getting value out of their life having to take care of me. okay how's that for a weird thought to be having throughout your day
0: (laughs) so magic (laughs) what are are we going to talk about today john (laughs) that isn't like nihilistic and (laughs) sad
1: (laughs) nihilism isn't sad that's that's not the purpose of nihilism. Mm-hmm. The purpose of nihilism oh. is that there's no point in being sad because there's no point in ever anything. Okay, whatever, man. I don't care. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so
1: We're going to talk about... Be, we're going to actually be useful to people with this episode. That's what we're going to do. Gonna okay, segue. We're going to make it for the day of not being useful by being useful.
0: Okay. Um,
1: All right. Mm-hmm.
0: I said, "All right, let's go."
1: All right. Uh, what this topic is going to be? It, this is going to be for um, people who already play Magic, but they don't. They're thinking of going into a new format, mm-hmm. and this is basically like a a pseudo like you know how to start getting into that new format and warnings to take into account for getting into said format because the thing about magic is every format is different
0: yeah sometimes the same format is different
1: yes (laughs) like i've i don't remember who it was but someone actually uh, i heard someone say recently that like different formats of magic might as well be completely different games from each other in how everything plays out like
0: pretty much yeah
1: standard is not like modern modern is not like legacy nothing in the world is like vintage commander <laughs> is the most insane thing you know possible depending on who you're playing with
0: yeah like you can walk into different rooms and be playing different games of commander
1: yeah and it's just it's just a lot for people to kind of like you know get a hold on as it were and yeah like just the reason why i got this idea is because there's a uh, um, younger guy who's playing Magic at a star. He's new, and he qualified for the Invitational. Which means mm-hmm. the guy who's only ever played Standard ever in his life suddenly needs to learn how to play Modern. And he, people, you know, he's been asking people what kind of deck he should build in Modern, what he should do, and yada yada yada. And it just kind mm-hmm. of made me think: like, there really isn't any. There's very little. Not like help for people trying to do that outside of you know random assistance from various friends who are like oh just do this this and this it's like oh you want yeah, to into- just
0: just do this this, this. yes
1: yeah. it's like oh you you want to get into modern well you might as well build burn I think is honestly one of the worst like worst pieces of advice anyone can ever give anyone in relation to magic
0: uh like I mean it's a quick easy deck i suppose but
1: (laughs) yeah well we'll maybe touch on to why i think that's terrible later but we'll see
0: okay (laughs) Um, all right so i guess where do you want to start with this
1: um one thing that i think that people need to keep in mind is like there are a lot of people out there um you see this most often with modern players Mm-hmm. where they think there is absolutely no point or reason for them to play any other format ever. <laughs> and I just think they're wrong on, like, a spiritual level.
0: I mean, it's one of those things that's like... It's like, yeah, you're not wrong. It's like, this format is sustaining you, and it's good and everything like that, but it's like... Yeah, I only eat peanut butter sandwiches all the time. And I don't need anything else other than a peanut butter sandwich. But you're missing out on a lot of different flavors and everything like that in life if you only eat peanut butter sandwiches. Like, you may not like all of them, but it's worth sometimes even just experiencing them to understand what you do and don't like.
1: Yeah, like, I am... Uh pretty much universally agreed amongst our friend group to be the single most picky person ever.
0: Yeah. But you are.
1: I'm picky because I've liver- I've literally tried everything that's been put in front of me. I just don't like it. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm still willing to try it though, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, you I've- are. That's fair.
1: I've even been gone so far as to actually try, you know, like to see what this random alcoholic drink tastes like that this person offered mm-hmm. me. I've never liked any of them. Mm-hmm. but i'll try them you know i'm not a drinker i don't drink at all like and it's not because you know i don't feel like getting blitz it's because i just don't like the taste of alcohol
0: <laughs> i'd get drunk i just don't like alcohol <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know if i'd enjoy being drunk i've never been drunk i i've never wanted to drink the drink to warrant getting drunk and getting drunk for the- <laughs> getting drunk just isn't worth it right but
0: you're you're too old for that now also
1: pretty much <laughs> <laughs> my my wild and crazy days are beyond me <laughs>
0: Yeah. Okay. But,
1: but yeah, like there's like like <laughs> I said you hear it a lot from modern players, you know. Um usually mm-hmm. it comes down to like money. They're like, "Well, I already have a deck and trying to keep up with decks in um um standard just doesn't make sense monetarily." And like mm-hmm. you you hear a lot of the similar things from people who play standard where like, you know, they look at the price tag of decks in modern and they're like, "Well, I can't just drop $800 on a deck, mm-hmm. right?"
0: Yeah. And then people in those two formats look at legacy and go, "Well, I can't drop, you know, eight hundred dollars on a set of lands." Yeah, if I'm lucky. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and then,
0: then like, people look at vintage and go, "God, I can't drop eight hundred dollars on a card."
1: <laughs> only eight hundred? Are we? Are we a decade ago? Are we? Yes, we'll back? just pretend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like. I do legitimately think that not playing other formats does limit people as a Magic player and as a person. Like, you need to branch out and try new things. Otherwise, like, you're just kind of stuck in a rut in life, right? Like,
0: Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Like,
1: as as weird as it is to say, like, if you're not, you know... Like, yeah, it's, it's, quotations, wasting money, but, like, hobbies kind of do that as a whole. And I think like kind of money waste. Yeah, like branching out and trying new formats is like you know you'll meet other people, which is valuable, and you'll you know you'll get different experiences, which is valuable. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and honestly, like having more experience in other formats, like even if you are just a standard player, like understanding other formats just makes you a better Magic player in general. Absolutely. Like it's just. Seeing all those crazy interactions and everything just gives you a wider view of, you know, everything that can happen in Magic, and that does help in Standard. I don't think there's, you know, I think there's a reason that uh, some of the best players in Magic play lots of formats.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, there was LSV actually touched on this recently. Um, They did uh, Limited Resources did an episode where it was nothing but listener Q and A. Mm -hmm. and it was a bunch of people asked them or one guy asked him he's like what do you think is the best format to play if your goal is to get better at magic and Mm -hmm. lsv said limited Mm -hmm. like straight up limited like limited helps you grow as a magic player more than any other format will because limited is all about diversity like Mm -hmm. you know in almost any standard format, there's going to be, like, five decks you can expect to encounter. In almost any modern format, there's a lot of decks you would expect to encounter, but you expect them is the thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. limited due to its constantly changing nature and the fact that, like, there is no... You're going to sit down, you're going to draft a Merfolk deck, and you're going to have exactly these cards in it. Like, you have to, it forces you to be able to adapt on the fly, which makes you better in situations where you have to, like, what if you're playing standard and you play against someone with this random brew, right? That you've Mm -hmm. never encountered before, and you don't know what to do because you only know how to play against the five quotations best decks in the format, (laughs) and suddenly you're losing. Because you don't know what to do against them, but they know what to do against you because, you know, they know that you're playing one of the best decks in the format. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how people get edges when they decide to play the super random out of nowhere deck, right? Yeah. And that's something that, like, just by branching out into different formats, like, you, you learn different things that different decks can do. And that's, like, it's very, very valuable to be able to do that because it helps you, like, you know, if you sit down against from this random deck in Modern, you're like, you have no idea what's going on, but then they start casting cards that you've encountered previously in a standard format, you can probably have a pretty basic idea of what they're trying to do, right? Like, if you cast Inquisition of Kozlik on them and you see they're playing Rally the Ancestors, the actual magic card, you're like, well, they're playing a rally deck. I know how to deal with a rally deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like if you played against yeah. it in previous formats.
0: Yeah, it just you know th- this is this is almost a life lesson to some degree. The more you experience, the better you are as a person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> but,
1: the more you experience, the better you are cap- you are capable of handling said experiences.
0: Yes, and and understanding experiences, but yeah. we'll we'll just leave that there and um uh you know. Kind of let that one sit for now. <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll, but, maybe we'll eventually we'll get into a little rant about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other um, uh, caveats before we really start diving into the advice?
1: I, I think that's pretty much it for, you know, caveats. You know, we've got mm-hmm. our little life lessons of grow as a person set. So,
0: <laughs> Yeah. But Which, OK, I,
1: I'd like to think that our listeners, you know, grow as people every time they listen to one of our rants. So I'm
0: sure they, I'm sure something grows on them. <laughs>
1: Disdain. But, yeah, that might be it. <laughs> OK.
0: All right. So, John, I am uh I'm sitting here. I'm like, gosh, I I only play modern. I want to get into another format or I only play standard one and get into another format. How do I start? What's the best way for me to start?
1: All right. So what you do is you pull out your phone, mm-hmm. bring up that little uh, Gideon versus Brock Lesnar, who will win? Chat. <laughs> yep. You'd be like, Yo, John, I want to get into standard. What should I do?
0: Okay. By the way, who would win?
1: Uh, Gideon because he has magical powers.
0: Okay. I mean, so does Brock Lesnar.
1: Well, he's, he's a freak of nature. He's not magical.
0: Oh, okay. I get those mixed up, but... Okay, yeah, there, so... There's a, there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, for those people who don't know, that's we randomly name our Facebook chat different things, and that's what it is right now. So, basically, yeah. you're saying get a hold of somebody who plays that format that you're friends with or know or associate slightly with on Facebook or is part of the magic community in your area.
1: Yeah, it's like find someone who you've encountered... Who mm-hmm. you know is in that format and you know is approachable. Yep. This is where the whole not being a dick comes in. Yeah. <laughs> because having people who actually like you is beneficial when you're trying to branch out as a magic player. Mm-hmm. And, like, just kind of start picking their brain on shit, right? Like, the, the people who are invested and interested in other formats are useful. For you, when you yourself want to get into those formats mm-hmm. because if they mm-hmm. have a vested interest in it, they have an interest in getting you into it,
0: yeah, I mean you know? it's also it's better to get advice for somebody who is excited about something, and if somebody really likes a format and is willing to talk about it, that's just even better i mean i've I've said before that I just love listening to people who are excited about the things they talk about with like gaming and stuff mostly. And magic is the same way. There's nothing better than listening to somebody talk about a format they're excited about, except Commander, because that's a terrible format. <laughs> I'm kidding I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um yeah.
1: Well, you're not you're kidding, but you're not really kidding.
0: Yeah, kidding, not kidding.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like having like having someone who is honest to God invested in whatever format you want to get into. Like, you know, like <laughs> they're when when I was on like my big legacy kick, you know, a couple months ago, I was bringing six legacy decks with me to pretty much any event that had any chance of someone randomly being there who I might be able to finagle into playing game legacy with me, right? Because yeah, like legacy is great. <laughs> yeah, my goal is to people to play legacy with me, mm-hmm. and you know, the exact same thing happened. Like, I've I've noticed you don't really get those kind of people about modern. I don't know yeah. if this is something to do with, like, the people in general or what, but you never really have someone who's just, like, balls-to-the-walls, super-hype train about the modern format. You have No. People, like, you have people who, like, they say it's their favorite format, and they're willing to, like, talk about, you know, like, their matchups against stuff all the time, but they won't really talk about the format as a whole, which, yeah. is, which kind of limits... It, it doesn't limit its ability to grow because Modern is like the fastest growing format ever. Yeah. And it is the most popular format. But like, it does negatively impact getting newer people into the format. So like, you're not, the odds of finding someone who's super hype about Modern is not going to be that high. But you can still find mm-hmm. people who just understand Modern.
0: Yeah, and enjoy it and want to talk about it.
1: Yeah, like, you you can always find someone who's willing to talk about it, right? Because, like I said, it's the most proper format. This is where, like, my big complaint comes into play, primarily. Where, like, almost universally, when someone new comes up to someone who's established says, I want to get into modern, what should I do? You'll almost always hear them say burn. Because that's, like, the cliche go-to at this point. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's how I got into Legacy.
1: Yeah, but that's slightly different, because I like. Legacy Burn is fun, fun, it's enjoyable, (laughs) and you have to learn math, and you do still learn what goes on in your matchups, which is super important. Yeah. Like, learning how to play around Wasteland when you're playing Price of Progress and all that kind of stuff is super valid and takes legitimate, you know, practice.
0: My most exciting win ever was that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, as to where, like, Modern Burn is... Much more one-dimensional, one-dimensional than legacy burn, which is really mm-hmm. weird when you think about how modern burn is anywhere from a two to four-color deck.
0: Yeah, I mean to be fair, I converted into modern burn for a couple of modern events, and I was like, "This sucks." <laughs> yeah. I didn't enjoy. I personally did not enjoy it.
1: And that's like that's the reason why I don't like people telling people to get into burn if they want to get into modern, is because like burn isn't necessarily the most engaging of deck like there are people who are hardcore burn players who that's all they ever play in modern and they are masters of it and i applaud them for it like with there's a guy who like i only ever seen like once every month or so but (laughs) he's like he just knows what the hell he's doing with burn like he's really Mm -hmm. good at it and we were making a joke to him that you know like if you're not like you know the best burn player in basically in uh northern minnesota you're doing something wrong with your life because that's all he ever does Uh-huh. <laughs> and like but the thing is like the you know the average like standard player trying to get into modern there is no burn analog in standard
0: yeah there's aggro decks that are red but that's not a burn deck in modern it's so different
1: yeah they play about very differently and like the biggest thing is like so you have this person and they buy into burn and they're like they're they're doing it like all right I have burn now and then you know if they find out that they don't like burn they're trapped mm-hmm. you can't convert burn into another deck it just doesn't work yeah like, you know like you have a couple dual lands mm-hmm. and you have a bunch of lava spikes
0: yep. And yeah, I mean, you can put your you can put your lightning bolts in a bunch of decks, but yeah, you don't have anything that goes around them.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like that's the thing, right? Like, yeah, you you have your sacred foundries and you have some red base fetch lands, but like you can only those cards can only go into so many things. And that's why I don't agree with telling people just like, oh, just play burn because like, while yes, it's cheap. It doesn't convert and not being able to like (laughs) and that just makes the people feel like they wasted their money after the fact. Right. Which makes
0: them less likely to stay invested in the format and get more decks
1: exactly so like that's why like i hate telling people we'll just play burn like i ask them what do you enjoy doing in magic and we try and go yep. from there
0: that's yeah that's a perfect question like because i mean you know i started playing um uh legacy burn was the deck i i got into in legacy but it isn't the deck i stuck with even though i do love playing legacy burn like, I, I ended up playing um, more of a control deck and everything. Or actually, it, it is a control deck. Um, I play land still mostly in Burn, or in Legacy. But, you know, when I, when I started going into Modern, you're like, well, you like Burn, you can try Burn. And I tried it, and I'm like, this sucks. Like, this yep. is no fun at all. And then this was way back. And then you're like, well, I think I showed up to a... An event thinking we were playing legacy or something like that and i'm like oh well, i don't have a deck or whatever and you're like well i got an extra twin deck for modern and i played that and that was super fun <laughs> yeah
1: I'm like, that was well, a good time it's like yeah legacy isn't firing i have a standard deck here's my modern deck it's twin this yep. is the two card combo have fun
0: yeah have fun <laughs> and that was super super fun
1: but I'm the thing is sure. I'm, sorry. I, I'm pretty sure my my inform my like my guide was this is the two card combo. If you play anything, even remotely resembling a mirror, board it all out. Board in these seven cards instead.
0: Yeah, basically <laughs> that's what it was, and like, and I liked Twin. Twin was a fun deck, but honestly, what I liked was casting Cryptic Command. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically, where I ended up in the end is that blue black control deck of yours. I played Blue Moon for a long time, which was awesome. Um, and then we played that blue black control deck and who knows with the way things changes, we might, I might end up on a moon deck again, but like, you know, it's, it's finding what I enjoyed about the format and it was not just being like, Oh, burn's cheap. Let's go. Oh, well you already yep. own a lot of the cards for burn it. Let, you know, let's go. It's like, yeah, I can play the format with stuff I don't like, or, you know, luckily I have a friend I can borrow cards from. And I can play a deck that really speaks to me, and it makes me actually want to play modern a little bit, um, even though I it's not my favorite format by any means. But
1: yeah, having that's another thing is like having someone who trusts you enough to you know be willing to borrow you the cards needed to play a deck is highly highly valuable because then you actually get to try and see if you actually do enjoy like see if you even enjoy the format as a whole right like yeah you know see if you enjoy that specific deck like see if you enjoy playing against a bunch of other decks and that's Mm -hmm. something that like it's a lot of people don't take that into account when they you know think about formats is like sometimes you just literally won't like the format
0: yeah like i can understand some people actually no i can't understand people not liking legacy that just doesn't make sense but like (laughs) um i mean it is understandable that some people may play Legacy and just be like, I can't do anything. Like, you know, I, I have to constantly be worried about tapped out opponents playing Force of Will and dazing me. It's it is just annoying. I don't want to play this format. And, okay. you know, that's, that's fine, I guess, if you don't like fun. But, <laughs> like, you know, and that'll happen. But it's worth trying it. I mean, and that's one of the things we try to do with bringing all the like when we have the legacy events go on and just bringing a bunch of decks and saying, just give this give this format a shot because it's a good time.
1: Yeah, like that was my whole thing, right? Like my goal was literally like anyone who happened to be in the building who played Magic, I was gonna be like, I'm gonna borrow you a deck, give the format a shot, right? Mm-hmm. And I had a huge diversity of decks with me They let people try out of huge diversity of things. And, like, I think that was super, super important. And, you know, like, you know, that's what the whole, like, yeah. I have the ability to build those decks, have them built, and borrow them out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was just super, super valuable. Yeah. And, you I know, mean, we're all um, sitting
0: right there, too, so it's, like, you know,
1: <laughs> you yeah, borrow into no, people yeah, you I trust and trust everything. I going to jack my shit, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, out of, like, the five decks I borrowed out, one person decided that they're going to start building a legacy deck now. That's a success as far as I'm concerned. Victory. Mm-hmm. Like, 20% success rate. Got it. Good. We're fine.
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, I played one legacy event or something like that, and then was like, yeah, we're doing this. And I built Burn, and then I'm like, you know what I should do? I should build another deck, and built another deck. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I'm almost done with, but, yeah.
1: yeah. Getting, getting free dual lands helped with that a little.
0: I mean hey yeah I did buy some of them but
1: yeah one. all right I have purchased more dual lands than you have
0: mm-hmm you have i've
1: I'm pretty sure I've spent more money on dual lands than you have mm. all of mine combined versus your one
0: maybe yeah <laughs> mine had a greater <laughs> psychological impact than yours um uh,
1: most definitely
0: yeah so all right what else what else do you got suggesting this. We're kinda going off on tangents yeah, here. That's kind of what this is about.
1: <laughs> yeah, this this it's a semi tangential thing, but um uh just going along the lines of like asking someone for help is um just listening to your friends or friends isn't usually gonna be enough for you unless those people are very, very knowledgeable about the specific meta that you're going to be playing in. Mm-hmm. Like I can talk to you all day about the modern format. I couldn't tell you every deck you are going to encounter at Dungeons End. Yeah, it's not possible. Yep. Like there is never more than two of any one deck, and there is usually only one of each deck. And we've had like twenty over twenty people modern tournaments before.
0: And every once in a while, you have somebody show up with a deck like unexpected results.
1: Yeah, and then everyone's super confused. <laughs> and, like, that's it's very, very indicative of something that you're going to encounter if you're going to go to, like, a Grand Prix or an SEG event, also, right? Like, you are going to run the gamut against everything. And as a result, just listening to someone talk about a deck or multiple decks isn't going to be enough. Like,. Mm-hmm. I think it is extremely important for anyone who wants to get into a format to ingest as much content about said format as they can. Yep. Like from everything from like, you know, reading articles about someone talking about their deck of choice to like watching streams of, you know, the SCG opens or the Grand Prix, or just watching a random streamer that you happen to enjoy.
0: I, I seriously recommend that. Like one of the things that, uh, piqued my interest in vintage at all was one playing at proxy with you and then i'm uh but like watching some of the vsl stuff
1: yeah like Like, just
0: and seeing how it works actually and and when you get to see something in action like that it makes so much more sense
1: yeah like watching like it's watching you know like the vsl tournament or like even if it's just watching one individual person stream if that person is streaming something like modern or legacy like yeah you're only seeing one deck but you're seeing that one deck against every other deck and that mm-hmm. person if they're a good streamer is talking through their lines and everything that they're doing
0: Yeah, like, so as
1: a result you're it's... learning from them
0: yeah like watching somebody like LSV is just great for like you, you learn so much I mean it helps that he's one of the best players in the world but like he's so good at explaining what's going on in his head that it, it just really, really makes um uh, his matches fun to watch. Also, he's usually a good humored person.
1: Yeah, he's he's a very entered. Like he's kind of just got the whole package when it comes to being a streamer. Yeah, to where I'm, I'm pretty sure if he didn't have a full time job, he would have a full time job as a streamer. Yeah, if
0: he didn't have a full time job, he liked. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like he really enjoys. But like, that's the thing. Like, you know, like the good streamers with lots of viewers, they kind of have that whole package going for them, right? Like, mm-hmm. this could be like a random little shout out to popular streamers. But like, yeah. Um, like, people like Caleb Durward, like, he has. He has. He does have, like, charisma. And he's a very, very good magic player. And he's also willing to do, like, off the wall shit. Like, he actually. He was part of the creators of the um, survival of the fittest decks way back when I got banned from legacy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. So like he knows what he's doing and he enjoys trying off the wall stuff, but he also enjoys playing, you know, like the best things too. And he, he's constantly cycling through um, the different formats that he's doing where, you know, he'll do modern one night and he'll do legacy the next night and he'll do standard the night after that. And currently he's just playing nothing but cube, but you you know, the, (laughs) That's that's where the whole you know playing limited thing comes into play. Is you're still learning a bunch of weird interactions, right? Mm-hmm. Like Cube is really good for learning really weird interactions, mm-hmm. like <laughs> things you don't normally encounter. You will encounter in Cube, and you do learn stuff from that. Yeah, and like so, watching a streamer or watching a like watching the SCG opens when you have like Patrick and Cedric. Oh like, yeah, Patrick is not so silently one of the best actual like minds in expa- in explaining lines of playing mm-hmm. magic
0: like, i i have to say if like if you're watching them you do have to have some knowledge of magic like yes it's not it's not like entry level like i have no idea what's going on like you have to know a little bit what's going on but if you got that then yeah you're set
1: yeah, this is not meant for someone who is brand new to magic, thinking of, like, jumping in feet first into the modern format, right? Like, like no no offense to anyone who happens to be those people who somehow came across this podcast. This episode is not meant for you.
0: <laughs> we got other I ones believe, for you. We, we think yeah, you're we, awesome, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have other episodes for you. This one is not meant for you. Like, you need to have a basic understanding of magic to get into more complicated formats. Mm-hmm. If, if, and, or just like really to get into any form of you need to have a basic understanding of magic. You do not learn magic by playing standard. You learn magic by playing one of like the 40 card intro decks against a, someone at a store who knows how to teach. Yep. So, yeah.
0: All right. But, yeah.
1: yeah Cedric um, and Patrick. <laughs> yep. City P and P Sully. The one of like two of the greatest commentary people of any sport ever. (laughs) Just saying, they're masters of their craft. And anyone who disagrees with me, I will actually fight you. Like fists. (laughs) Like they know what they're doing. Okay. (laughs) So I do recommend, like, if you want to get into formats, watch coverage. or watch streams or read articles of those formats. It yep. will greatly assist you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where that was going, but um, I don't know. I'm used okay. to you
1: having some random thing to toss in there, but I, I tossed
0: there. it in the middle of your stuff. But yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, All right. One thing that we kind of already touched on, um, Fletcher actually basically touched on this. So he actually was some use of this episode. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I do more than just editing.
1: (laughs) I know. Um, he, when he mentioned the fact that, you know, he switched, he, since he already had legacy burn, he used it to transition into modern burn, um there will not always be a good analog for what you enjoy in other formats for the one that you're trying to get into Mm -hmm. um it is distinctly possible for someone to completely change the for like the deck that they want to play like the even just like completely change the archetype that they want to play from one to the other like going from like I used to be a really big aggro player in standard, and I used to play a lot of combo control in modern, mm-hmm. and because those are the decks that I enjoyed. And like, uh, as Fletcher said, he had the exact same thing. Where like, he really enjoys burn in Legacy. Oh yeah. He he really does not enjoy burn in modern. No. <laughs> like we we've had multiple lengthy discussions about what the difference is and why he doesn't enjoy it. And we really oh, yeah. never came down to it. I'm pretty sure it, the basic, the basics, gist of it comes down to, he doesn't get to play price or progress.
0: I think that's, or it could be fire blast. One of those, but <laughs>
1: you don't get but to have a, you know, f- you know, nug you for a billion card. Yeah. Deck.
0: I think, I think modern burn just plays a straight up agro deck. Is mostly what it is. Mm. Like it's not straight up, but it's it's more aggressive, obviously, um, than like a standard aggro deck would be, but you're just kind of playing cards and attacking your opponent, if that makes sense. Legacy Burn almost plays like a combo deck in some ways. Yeah. Like it's really it's really weird. And and the lines are just so much I mean, you know, burn, you don't get a lot of lines regardless, but like There's just some different lines of stuff and, you know, using Price of Progress to play around Wasteland and everything. And I think I think one of the things I also love is that how all in Legacy Burn is. Like, because there's literally been games where it's like, you know, bolt you, bolt you, you know, sack my only two mountains, fire blast you for the win. And then my opponents like force it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and it's like or days or days it <laughs> and it's like well dang <laughs> you know right, and g-g. yeah and it's, but that's what's so much fun is, is it's just it's so all in and well modern burn is all in it's not all in you're not sacrificing all of your resources to try to accomplish something
1: no like i'm no no offense to modern burn as a whole no but- no it is less complex of a deck because it is in a less complex of a format. Yeah. Like not to say that modern no shade... isn't
0: complex, it's just less no, yeah. than legacy. No shade to
1: modern, <laughs> yeah. no shade to modern but once. modern does not contain brainstorm, days, force of will, yeah. and their ilk. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Like I enjoy modern as a format. I really <laughs> do
0: it's fine i give it more grief than it deserves but
1: yeah but but it is there's a lot more going on in legacy because there's a lot more that can go on in Legacy. there's
0: just a there's just a lot more cards i mean i mean there's just crazy stuff that happens
1: yeah (laughs) yeah so just that's something that i don't want people to feel like they're shoehorned in any way into like you know just because you're the mono red player in standard Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you have to be the burn player in modern Mm -hmm. just because you're the mid-range grindy fast person in standard doesn't mean you have to play jund in modern like my our my friend sean he plays he plays exclusively like green based mid range decks in (laughs) uh standard yep like he is playing some combination of white, black, or green. Sometimes all three. <laughs> yep. That's what he, he and in standard he's always doing that. Always. <sighs> Never changes. Yep. He plays exclusively Affinity, affinity yep. <laughs> in modern. That's a bit of a difference. It's
0: a slight difference, yeah.
1: You know. The you know, the aggroest of aggro decks in all of modern versus I will eventually kill you, maybe.
0: Maybe possibly, somewhat siege rhino yeah i'll just keep playing my sixes sevens and eights <laughs> yeah. but
1: versus my zero 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 one yeah tap my zero plus this one to play another one go
0: yeah that add up to a 50 <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. uh it's and yeah i think that's something to to stress actually though is is that like i think magic magic is so much more than a game. Magic is an identity in a lot of ways to a lot of people. Like there aren't a lot of, you know, we've said this before. There aren't a lot of people who, you know, people don't play magic. They are magic players. And when you have that identity, it's really easy to be like, well, I'm, you know, I'm the blue, I'm the blue player. So no matter where I'm at, that's what I need to do. I need to be doing the blue thing. And, or, you know, I, I'm the I'm the aggro player. This is how I identify myself. I need to be playing the playing the aggro deck. And you know what? It's fine not to do that. Like, it's fine to play some... Like, if that's what you want to do in every format and you enjoy it, do it. Obviously, we're not saying, you know, we're not... You're, you're having the wrong kind of fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if you, if you try a format out and you find out, hey, I don't like this, you know what? It could be the formats just not for you, but it could be that you're just playing the wrong deck. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and there's no shame to... in there's no shame in playing, you know, modern, you know, modern burn, modern uh, legacy burn, whatever you have a vintage burn deck that you love or something like that. You play in commander even though it's impossible, and then in standard you play control. You know, mm-hmm. like that's fine. You know, you could just you got to do what is fun to you and. You know magic is supposed to be a fun game, and we get all wrapped up in it um, and I think sometimes we lose sight of that, and you know that's what all these formats are here to do is to help us you know kind of have fun like <laughs> that's what that's what it's about, so you know don't lose sight of that thinking that you have to be something because that's what you do in other formats,
1: yeah, like that's you know it's very similar along the whole line previously about you know buy exclusively playing one format you are limiting your ability to grow as Mm -hmm. a magic player it's very very similar by like by limiting yourself to a single concept of deck to play you are Mm -hmm. limiting yourself as a person yeah like yeah experiences you are the sum of your experiences so go out and have them
0: yep exactly um
1: one thing that I think is worth talking about along those lines, mm-hmm. um, kind of covered in Fletcher's little motivational speech that he just had,
0: but <laughs> got to give him up so every once in a while.
1: Yeah, God, I think this is also worth talking about. Yeah, um, magic is a great game.
0: One might say the best.
1: Yes, <laughs> but magic the enjoyment you get out of magic is entirely based on what you are willing to pour into magic Mm -hmm. and this there i i've kind of come to the conclusion that there's three different things that you put into magic Mm -hmm. you put in time you put in money and you put in mental energy no three of these are are neither of these three is just innately more valuable than any of the other and skimping on any of these three will detract from your ability to enjoy magic also yes like and like i know that a lot of people really 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 don't like the fact that you know magic can be expensive and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But the thing is like it still is a hobby and hobbies do cost money. You don't need to pour thousands upon thousands of dollars into magic to enjoy it. Like that's the beautiful thing about draft. Yeah. Is draft's awesome (laughs) draft yeah like draft costs you like thirteen dollars a week. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to draft with your friends you can buy a box for less than that. And, like, you can just do so many things. Like, you can play Magic on a budget. I used to play Magic on a pseudo-budget before I went insane. <laughs> like, it is possible, contrary to popular belief, but it will detract from what you are able to do in Magic as a result. You cannot play Legacy on a budget.
0: No. It's, it's very right. difficult unless you have an incredibly benevolent friend who borrows you cards all the time. Yeah. And even, and even then you still got to put some money into it. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> and like, but like the same thing, you know, and like, just not like, not to even done harp on the money thing. Like time is also one of those things, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have to dedicate, you know, if I go to FNM, I am dedicating five hours of my Friday night, mm-hmm. just to magic. Like I'm dedicating time to watching magic streams, to reading magic content, to get better at magic. Like, you know, because that, like, for me, the better I am at magic, the more I enjoy magic. Mm -hmm. Like, not everyone is like that. Some people enjoy playing by their weird little kitchen table rules. Nothing against that. That's fine. Like, but that's, you know, I need to invest time to get the most out of magic. Mm -hmm. And very similar along along those lines is I have to invest mental energy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like. One of the most detrimental things I have ever seen people do is when they kind of just, um, uh, the guy who is getting into magic, he, someone borrowed him a deck mm-hmm. and he got the round one by mm-hmm. Sucks. hardcore yeah. first ever, mod- first ever modern tournament round one.
0: by. Yeah. Sorry. You get to sit um, it out.
1: Round two. He plays against me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's playing Scapeshift. Okay. I'm playing Blue Moon. Yep. Things go poorly for him. Yes. <laughs> because I'm playing mid deck Blood Moons against the deck that needs his lands to combo out. Yep. Uh and then his round three, he's playing against Affinity, and he is checked out. Yep. Like he just he clearly doesn't care. Nothing he does matters. And the guy who barred in the deck starts giving him shit for it. Deservedly. when your goal is to learn a format you need to apply mental energy to said format even when you're losing especially when you're losing because when you're learning a new format you're going to lose Mm -hmm. a lot yep (laughs) when you're good at a format you're going to lose probably a lot unless your name is Owen Turtenwald or Brad Nelson. Yeah.
0: I mean considering the some of considering the best players in the world have like a 60% win record. Yes. Like the like, like l- the literal best players in the world.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like that is the world we live in. That is actual factual reality. Yeah.
0: So if you are at like 50% or be- like slightly below 50%, you're you know you're kind of fine. Yeah, like you? Well, you can <laughs> deal with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like people who just kind of get checked out when they start to lose, it's just like, it's damaging to them as a player. It's damaging to like their growth as a person. And it's just damaging in general, because like when you show that you, if you're trying to get into a format and you're showing that you just kind of don't care anymore, mm-hmm. why should the person who's borrowing you cards care? anymore?
0: Yeah. Cause because they're expending energy and time to help you.
1: Yeah, like building a deck takes time.
0: Some like, some decks are never finished.
1: <laughs> yeah, like like I I have stacks of decks next to me that are in partial states of disrepair.
0: <laughs> I'm I I'm have, shuffling a bad deck right now that I'm still working on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I have you know Uh, Like dozens of ideas for commander decks that I will never finish Mm -hmm. because I don't feel like investing the time in finishing Mm -hmm. them. Which sounds terrible, but it's true. I mean,
0: it's a cost. You have to weigh the benefits versus the cost.
1: (laughs) Exactly, right? So it's just like one of those things, it's like, do I actually want to take the time to build this deck that I will play maybe once every two months? Not really. Mm -hmm. No offense. Yep. Like, I really like I think they're really sweet ideas but that's a lot of time and I have other things I can be doing with my time
0: <laughs> yep
1: so yeah so like just yeah the whole mentally checking up thing just show some show some respect to yourself yeah. show some respect to the game and show some respect to the people who are trying yeah. to help
0: you. and I don't get I, don't get us wrong like losing. Sucks and yes. going into a format or or a game where you feel like you can't do anything like that just sucks, man. Like, we've been there, but multiple y- yeah, multiple times, a lot of <laughs> times. Um, <laughs> you just need, I, I don't
1: mean, talk about being bad at magic, just ask Fletcher, He's...
0: Uh, dude. I'm a pro at being bad at magic. Um, <laughs> if there was an award for being bad at magic, I would be up there. Um, but like. I mean, uh, now, now you made me lose my train of thought, you piece of crap. <laughs> but like, so you have, you're putting in this this time and money and energy, and you need to realize uh, you need to appreciate oh, you wait. need to appreciate that the, that investment, and you need to understand that this actually does cost like cost something and you need to put stuff into it like everybody wants a free ride with this whole thing like regardless and not even money we're talking about here like yeah everybody wants to just play magic but you know people don't want to invest the time or you know make the effort to go out there and you know it it's, sometimes it sucks that you can't do that like that's my big hurdle right now is just i don't have the time to do it like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know i've I've got a job and a wife and kids, a kid, and I'm uh, like, you know, I can't make it to FNM every week. I can't, I can't make it to FNM every month or in a month, most of the time. Like, you know, so like, if you want to put in that, there are ways you can prop up, you know, all those things to, you know, kind of compensate in some ways. Like I play, I've I've played a lot of magic. I play a lot of arena actually is what it is right now. But um, I played a lot of uh, magic on MTG forge, which is like a free rules engine thing, which is not the same as playing against people, but at least it's better than nothing. You know, I spend a lot of time talking about magic to you and everything, which at least keeps me up a little bit. You know, I can borrow cards to some degree, but you know, eventually there comes a time where you just need to pay those costs. You need to pay the energy, you need to pay the time, and you need to pay the money to actually partake in this hobby. And I feel like people shy away from that too much. And I think they make excuses for it too. And that's where I really have the problem. It's like, if you don't want to pay any of these costs, that's fine. Just recognize that that you can't do this and just say, you know, I understand it, but I'm not going to do this. And that's fine. Like, I don't know. I Most of the time you hear people gripe about magic is expensive. And yeah, it is. It is really expensive. But there's things you can do to lower that cost or methods you can use to meet that cost without, you know, without putting too much burden on yourself. Like... I don't know. Most most people out there, if you got a job or something like that, and you're paying your bills and some and everything, you're spending that extra money that you have, and you probably do have it if you're listening to this. You're spending that money somewhere else, and that's fine. Like, it, and this is going to sound really stupid and everything, but it's like if yeah, yeah, if you if you're going out and seeing a movie with your friends, guess what? That's money you're not spending on magic, and that's fine. You just have to recognize that. This is a cost that I'm paying to ha- do something else fun instead of this other fun thing. And I'm, I don't criticize anyone for it, but I just hate seeing people sit around and go, oh, there's no way I could possibly afford magic when they're making a lot of decisions to not do that and blaming, and blaming yeah. magic instead of saying this is something that I'm accepting not having this. And that's what I think. Stop, stop projecting things on the outside and look at yourself.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like all the, you know, you do encounter that a lot where people are like, you know, I don't have enough money to get into set form.
0: And that may be uh, but, that may be true. Like, here's the deal, John. I don't have enough money to get into vintage.
1: <laughs> yep. Because you are not the literal 1%. Yes.
0: And you know what? I but, do I have I probably could get into vintage if I sold my house and everything like that, but guess what? That cost is not worth it to me.
1: <laughs> yeah. But like you, you're actually a very good example along those lines, though. It was like people are like, "Well, it costs too much to get into legacy. It costs too much to get into modern." Mm-hmm. You, with a wife who won't let you be unreasonable with money,
0: yeah, a child, a, a wife who intelligently keeps me in line, yeah,
1: a child who you care about and don't want to see starved. Death, yeah,
0: that'd be kind of good,
1: and a you know, a house payment and car payments and adult things you have to take care of, you were able to walk into a store and drop $300 on a duel.
0: Yep. World. And that was the start. That's the... Yep.
1: Pr- yep. That is the price of half of a lot of modern yep.
0: decks. Yep. And I could have I, I could have bought you know, into a modern if I wanted.
1: Yep. And, like, I'm not saying that you were able to do that just willingly nilly oh, no, because took you work. had a bunch of extra money. Like, you saved that up for a month yeah i was
0: pl- i i was ebaying a bunch of my stuff and and that was my money i was putting it aside for you know for for my for my magic stuff i i yeah. sold some of some cards that i had that i didn't need and you know like when, when the way me and we budget um is we allocate money for our like fun spending, uh, we call it like just blow money that we can use on whatever me and my wife assigned that so that we can keep, keep, you know, our, you know, money in order. And a lot of that fun money that I had, I put that aside. So I did not spend any of that money. I basically get an allowance is the good way to think it, think of it. But <laughs> I mean, even think about it like that. If you're, you know, <laughs> if that's the age range that you are at, like, I put my air quotes allowance aside for multiple months and guess what? It's not a lot of money. <laughs> it is not. Nope. Um, and I saved up and I bought that card. I mean, and before that, what did I do? I mean, I'll admit I had help from you in a lot of ways, but I built legacy burn by buying all the pieces.
1: Yep. Like I, I had piece, piece by, by piece, piece. You slowly worked your way. Yeah, into and
0: it. I slowly worked my way into it. Like, you can do this you just have to decide that you're going to and it does cost something like you are giving things up so that you can do this and if you don't want to cool but st- but don't blame don't blame magic for it like and I don't know John you know that that's one of the things I've, I absolutely hate is when people just deflect all that stuff out on themselves it's like <laughs> you know you accept Ex- it yeah.
1: excuses for anything in your life is just a waste of time. Yeah. Like
0: and reasons,
1: we're, we're reasons not gonna,
0: are not excuses. Like, like yeah, you can have reasons, gonna, not, but there's, yeah.
1: Yeah. Like we're not going to get into it, but you know, like honest, honestly, I shouldn't be where I at in life. <laughs> I should either be in prison in the ground or on my way to one of those two things. But I'm not because I see no reason to be. Yeah. Obviously, it's a little bit more darker of a turn than what we're applying here. But the thing is, like, just take responsibility for the choices that you are making in life and accept the fact that you are making them. You do have control over your life, no matter how shitty it is. Mm-hmm you do have some more control than you think you do and just in trying to tell yourself that you don't is just self-damaging mm-hmm. and the same does apply to magic right like you do have control for getting into older mm-hmm. formats you can trade your way into older formats you can save money to get into older formats. like if you're playing magic at all in any way shape or mm-hmm. form you're spending money on magic that you could be saving to get into another format yeah
0: and you know, and even with magic, the more you, the more you blame, you know, land screw on your losses, the less, you know, you don't get as good. The more you blame, oh, my opponent just had the nut. You don't get as good. Like, this is just a constant thing. I mean, you'll see this all the time in, in the magic community. And they're saying that if you own up to your decisions you will become better at magic. And honestly, you'll become just better at life. (laughs) Like, honestly, that is just, it it is one of the best things ever to just, to realize that you have control over your life. And you know, there's some things you don't. And for some people, there may be a lot of things you don't, but there are things that you do control. And a lot of times the people, and a lot of times when you look at something and say, I don't have any control over this or It does mean, well, I don't like the alternative. (laughs) And I'm sorry, but that's a choice too. So, I don't know. We got a little deep in the weeds here, I guess, but just...
1: Yeah, now now that we've gotten into philosophy and, (laughs) you know, actual life equivalence... (laughs) probably a good time to wrap it up rain it in a yeah
0: bit. So this is we, we went a little off here but you know what? I'm okay with this I think it's I think we got some good stuff out there in any case do you yeah. have them uh, do you have anything else before we wrap up
1: yeah. moral of the story just choose what you want to do and do it <laughs> Like no ifs no ands no buts just get yeah. it done who cares if it takes you six months?
0: Who cares if it takes you a like, year?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. People don't become the owner of corporations because you know they didn't get it in two
0: mm-hmm. weeks. Yep. <laughs>
1: yep. Just gonna keep throwing out completely unreasonable things. I, hey,
0: I, I mean, well, maybe we'll hit on yeah. we'll hit on this la- that later. But all right, so. Um, if you want to shoot us some feedback, you can shoot us an email at the, uh, to thelocalmeta at gmail.com. You can catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. John, do you want a last word? Uh, okay, no. sounds good. So then We will catch you next time.